episode episode one. Politics of Life podcast. Um, with the guy T D. How do you feel about uh us doing this for the first time? It's great. I'm glad we're gonna get into it. We're gonna talk about a lot of things. Everything in life that's going on, the world that's in kind of a state of chaos, and we're going to talk about politics, we're going to talk about sports, we're going to talk about everything. So, we're going to bullshit, we're going to talk, we're going to <laughs> argue, we're going to fight, all those things that are important in life, uh, we're, going to, we're going to cover. Yeah, so realistically, like, what people got to understand is, like, politics, like, the, the name politics of life is, it's not just politics. Politics of life can be anything, like, politics of sports. Financial issues, whatever personal things, politics or anything, politics of conversation. Just like, so like the basis of this podcast is that we had like two people from different walks of life that did different things, and so it's like we're coming together and we're giving two different perspectives. Of I'm young, I'm I'm a millennial, as they would say, and I'm not. We'll <laughs> leave it there. <laughs> but um, I'm you know I'm excited about it. Uh, you know we've been talking about doing the podcast for a while and. Yeah. Finally, pulling the trigger in New York. I'm excited about it. And you and I have had endless conversations on the phone arguing about all this. And um, it's finally time that we make it happen. So I'm excited about it. And, and as uh, as you said, it's, you know, politics goes for everything in life. I mean, there's politics in school, mm-hmm. um, sports, everything. Yeah. Even when you're married, there's, the, you know, <laughs> you got to play the politics of, well, I'm going to do this. Or I'm not going to get any ass tonight, you know, or <laughs> whatever, whatever it might be. I mean, you know, I got to do this and, you know, my, you know, whatever's going to be to, 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 to get what you want or where you want or, or whatever. So yeah. there's all types of things, uh, that go into the, the politics of life name and not just, uh, Washington DC politics and, and elections and everything. So we're gonna cover everything. But most importantly right now we're gonna start with the NBA. Um yes, the NBA. And we're, what what the current state of the NBA is, who our picks are, um, to to go to the NBA finals, to get out of the East, get out of the West, um, who's gonna who's gonna make it out of the first round, second round, who our picks are. Um, so I'm gonna let my Man, what what do you think? What, what uh, where where are you at with it? I mean, I have an idea, but you know, what uh, do you? I mean, we want to start with East or West. We're gonna start with the East because the West. I'm gonna, you know, I have a lot of comments on the West, so mm-hmm. let's knock out the East because the East is the easiest. You know okay. how I feel. It's Boston and then everybody else. Uh, I think Toronto has it. Um, Toronto just granted. Boston's roster is stacked. They have they have too much talent, and yeah, I think they had a little bit of uh, personal issues with Terry Rozier not liking his role on the team. But I think Toronto is with Kawhi Leonard. And mind you, Jimmy Butler goes to the Sixers too. I think that Eastern Conference is definitely better than it's been in. A since, long time. Since LeBron was in Miami. Yes, a long time. So, yeah. yeah. I, will, I, will, I will agree with that. I don't I don't rate Philadelphia. I don't rate Toronto. I mean, listen, Toronto was the Cleveland's bitch <laughs> you for, for however long I it mean, was. You, and listen, DeMar DeRozan's gone. You know, I, I don't rate Toronto's coach. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for me... You just look at look at the, the Kyrie has won the championship, yeah, and been there and knows what it takes to win it. You know Ben Simmons. Um, they don't. The Philadelphia is a young, exciting team. Yeah, and and I get that. And I think that in two to three years, with the addition of Jimmy Butler, listen, mm-hmm. I love Jimmy Butler. I think Jimmy Butler's a star. I think he's overrated. I think he's, right. I think he's well, listen, I think he's a very good player. I, this is my, Jimmy Butler for me. Jimmy Butler for me is the type of player that can put you over the hump for a championship. That's um, what he is for me. He brings, he's not going to, he's not good enough to carry you to a championship. Mm-hmm. He's not good enough to be the man. He's not good enough. He's not a hundred million dollar player. And I know he's probably going to get a hundred million dollars. Well, yeah. yeah, but going, everybody gets a hundred million dollars. He's going to get a superman. You know, yeah. I mean, Mike Conley gets a hundred and fifty million dollars. Chris Paul gets a hundred and sixty million dollars. Mm-hmm. It's like the NBA gives out fucking hundred million dollar yeah. contracts for Christmas. I remember uh, when they first introduced a new CBA in 
they showed like the metric of like players that made a certain amount in a year. Mike Conley was top three with Jordan, Kobe, yeah, exactly. and it's Mike Conley. Yeah. And the skill difference clearly is who, I mean, look at Joe Johnson. I mean, Joe Johnson. He scammed the NBA. I mean, Joe Johnson, man, he's like fucking Zorro. I mean, he's like the bandit, you know? I mean, that you know, there's that movie back in the day, Smokey and the Bandit. Yeah. Joe Johnson's the fucking bandit. I mean, comes into Brooklyn, gets that, you know, stupid contract, mm-hmm. Atlanta, buys out, and then he gets to go to Miami and, and, and play in Miami and, and you know. And that was just terrible. I don't know. It just, it, it, it can show me uh, because LeBron said, when when he got bored out from Brooklyn, he said, "I'll play the four, for you to come to Cleveland and play. You can play the three. You can yeah. have the position." And you didn't made all this money. Now, yeah. realistically, you want to win a championship, or you just want to? I you've just been in New York, super cold weather, and you just want to go to South Beach and chill. So it just. I mean, I think. I mean, that goes. I know we're going to talk about that later, but I I don't think, I don't think this generation of NBA and the new generation of coming up of the Ben Simmons of the world and the, um, you know, other guys, even, you know, even Kyrie for, um, yeah, I mean, my thing is with this generation that I, that I think is more true than ever before is that winning isn't the most important thing. It's not, and I don't believe it, and, and, and especially in the NBA, I don't think winning is the most important thing, but I think Kyrie is is a winner. Um, I think he knows how to win. Yeah. I think because none of the teams in the East have been, it's all been dominated by LeBron team, whether it was LeBron with Miami, LeBron back with Cleveland, yeah. it was do- dominated by a LeBron team, and none of the teams in the East, the Wizards, listen, the Wizards are shit. Atlanta's <laughs> shit. Orlando's uh, shit. Atlanta I'm a Miami fan. I'm a diehard Miami fan. They're shit. Yeah, the Indiana is shit. Washington is shit. To, Brooklyn is shit. New York that. is shit. We're both Miami, you know, we're both Miami Heat fans. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Miami absolutely. Both, the, both Miami Heat fans absolutely can agree on that and nothing else, pretty much. But, <laughs> you know, listen, I think Kawhi's a, a great player. Um... I don't know if he's, you know, good enough to take Toronto out of the out of beat Boston or Philadelphia. I mean, you know, Philadelphia again, they've just done nothing. They've done the players have done nothing to warrant, you know, oh, they can beat Boston. I have to go based off Kyrie's been there. Yeah. And he had the balls to take the shot to win the game oh, that go. that gave Cleveland <laughs> the championship. And he knows how to win. And, and and Gordon Hayward, listen, I know Gordon Hayward is struggling. But, you know, I know he's struggling right now. I do think he'll be back. But, you know, Terry yeah. Rozier, Terry Rozier, I think, is um, he's uh, he's feeling himself. And, you know, he thinks he's the star. Yeah, I, I, and You would, too, if you know, average 23 yes, in the, in the absolutely, playoffs. Absolutely. And it's going to be kind of hard to keep him happy yeah. and Kyrie. But I still think Boston is... You know, Al Horford's a hell of a player. They still have the best team in the East. Do I, you know, if they played in the West, I, you know, I, they'd probably be a five or a six, something seed like that, seven. You know, I, I don't know. But uh, in the East, I mean, the East is terrible. And I don't you can... The, you East can not, the East is not terrible right now. East is horrible. The East, the East is, is shit. bad. The East is not terrible East is right shit. The East is not... You can't East say the East is, is bad. There's no way... The East is better than the West. No, it's not. You can go through when each it team. comes down. It's you can the fine. Two weeks into the season, you can go through each team right now, and you can look at roster per roster. The East, the East has four clear cut teams. No, the, they don't, because they've done nothing. The, the, the only team that's done about, anything right, is but, Boston. So you take out if you remove the, the remove the Warriors from the NBA, because we know the Warriors are gonna go. You, they're gonna you win. Know. They're gonna win. We, we know. Yeah. We know the ending of the story, but it's the journey. The if you remove the Warriors. The, the the second best team in the NBA is the Boston Celtics. No way. Who's who's not who's better than? I'm the, ta- I think New Orleans would beat the piss out of Boston. I oh, think Anthony Davis. Never. I think Anthony never. Davis is a is a never. Anthony Davis is a beast. Never. Anthony Davis is unbelievable. He's nice. He's not so he's unbelievable. Saying, so he's saying Anthony Davis and I think is, listen. I know Utah's struggling right now. I still think Utah's the second best team in the West. Utah's struggling because Donovan Mitchell is feeling himself. 
And absolutely, he, they and you know they all are. He thought he was going to pick off where he left off, uh, and it's just about getting back to trusting his teammates. But we get to that. I think that us. yeah. I mean, I think that you know, I just like I said. I mean, the East, the East has been shit for I don't know however many years, you know, but. It is more competitive now. I'll give you that. Yeah. It is more competitive. Um, but the majority of the teams are abysmal. I mean, look, Atlanta is, you know, horrendous. But, but, you know, Orlando is work. horrendous. The yeah. Wizards are horrible. Yeah. You know, Indiana it's is a, it's horrible. About, it's about taking for, uh, but Brooklyn and New York's are horrible. The Knicks are, the Knicks are, the Nets are always going to be bad. Um, yeah, as long as Dolan's there. I mean, Dolan's know, the cancer. Yeah. He's the, he's, you know, Dolan, listen. If Jim Buss was still running the Lakers, let LeBron wouldn't be there. You Period. So? You think so? Absolutely. Jim Buss is a cancer. The best thing that happened to the Lakers was Jeannie Buss and Magic. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Jim, Period. Jim Buss, if, if Jim Buss, they'd still Mitch, have... The contracts that they were giving out, that were, they're, they're almost... It was so bad that you had to trade away D'Angelo Russell just to get rid of these bad contracts that... You signed Luol Deng for... Oh, I know. I mean, that's... Well, you know. There's no way possible that Luol Deng was worth that type of money ever. No. no. Like, and you signed him a long-term deal. There's, no. That's poor management, and you you, you almost sunk the ship because you, now you force you force the Lakers to have to clear out, buy, reach a buyout agreement, take some of the cap. They could have had space for two, a, a good amount of max players. Now you have to... Buy out a buy out all thing. Now you're losing some of your cap. Now you gotta hope that you can get a, a KD, a Clay Thompson, or somebody like that to go to the team. But we'll see. I'm in the East. I mean, I'm happy. I mean, listen. Obviously, I grew up in, in an Eastern Conference that was, you know, very competitive from the Knicks and Larry Johnson and John Starks to Reggie Miller's to, you know, it was a it was a very competitive. I mean, era. I, I now disagree. I mean. Come on. I, I mean, uh, you know, I, I know you're pro-LeBron, and we're going to tackle that subject in a little bit. But the East, I mean, the East has been the East has been dreadful for I don't know how long. It's not even, it's uh, like watching paint no, dry. I, I, I will never, I won't debate the, the poor management of the Eastern Conference. And I've, like, I've seen people, a lot of other people talk about it, and it was, came from... Poor management of teams. Granted, like back in the the nineties, there were a lot of expansion teams. So those new teams are coming to the league, and yeah, but better. even the Heat with the expansion, Harvey Grant, and Tim Hardaway, and uh, I mean, but, but it took a little minute you know, for the Heat to get yeah, Alonzo, yeah. Rex Chapman. I know yeah. there's a there's a name yeah. my you know listeners haven't heard in a long time. <laughs> Rex Chapman. I mean, you know, you, you, the East. The East was competitive. I mean, it was a very competitive league so, when Jordan and that era. It was a great era. I mean, for me, that era is by far and away. I mean, I don't, you know, the 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 best, most exciting because it had such. It was so so competitive, and it was so physical, and it was so it was so. You had to come to play. There was no bitch assness. Uh, uh, the uh, the NBA right now. It's bitch ass. I mean, there's a lot of bitch assness in the I, NBA. I, I, I will not. I won't. I won't disagree with that. But that is more the NBA's fault. Absolutely. It's because it's not a good TV product. Absolutely. Uh, you know, when money gets into things. Well, the world has become a lot of bitch assness. I, I mean, agree. you know, let's be honest. I mean, the world and the state has become a lot of bitch assness, yeah. and the the thing, the the you know, the NBA is just a product of bitch assness. I mean, yeah. that's. You know, I mean, I do. I mean, listen, I loved. I was, you know, at the Garden when, you know, with Larry Johnson and and John Starks and Mark Jackson and, and Reggie Miller and the choke and the, you know, yeah. all those all those things were just made it so great to watch because you knew it was going to be a fucking war every night. Mm-hmm. Now it's like if you touch someone, it's a foul, and you might get a flagrant if you touch them too hard. Like, you know, God forbid, you know. I feel like he's subbing LeBron. Well, I mean, listen, flopping in the NBA is is at it, you know. I honestly feel like because, you know, sports are so combined, meaning so many of the players are friends with some of the other players. Mm -hmm. I honestly feel that maybe they've gone to PSG and Man United and the Real Madrids of the world and see the flopping that the players do in soccer. Yeah. And Neymar, I mean, Neymar is the king of all mm-hmm. flopping. I mean, he is the, the king undisputed. Sorry. They need to erect some fucking statue in Brazil 
and anoint him the king of flopping. I mean, it's he, he's he's spectacular at flopping. I mean, listen, and I, and I like Neymar. I mean, yeah. I, you know, I like PSG. I, I like Neymar. But let's be honest. And I think that maybe the NBA players have said, well, fuck it. You know, look at if they're getting those win. calls and nobody's nobody's doing it. Fuck you, it, I'll do it. You I, know, you got, you got to uh, like if you, people don't realize this, but LeBron didn't start flopping until he went to Miami. Because Dwayne Wade, Dwayne my second favorite. Dwayne Wade is my second favorite player of all time. But he's a big flopper. He's one of the biggest floppers ever. Now LeBron took it to another level. He just said, "This is what we're gonna run." Then I, I don't know if you've seen like the subtle jokes like LeBron would say like over the years. I don't flop. I, I don't watch. Like we're not, we're not, we're playing. I, I was a football player. Or like just certain. I mean, well, they all are. I, I don't put. I don't put. I, I'm not. You know. I don't put LeBron or anybody else out of the class. The, the NBA is a is a flopping, it's a flopping sport, and they have taken the soccer part of the flopping and elevated it. Except yeah. for Neymar, I mean Neymar is the undisputed fucking king of all of it. You and then you have well, but, but you're not winning. You know, I mean, listen, Brazil was shit in the World Cup, and you know the, it's not like they're you're winning anything. They haven't won the Champions League. They haven't won anything. Yeah. So. You know, it's all it's all relative. They do, but they the the flopping and the bitch assness and America in general. I mean, America. Listen, you know how I feel about it's like music and hip hop. I mean, I grew up. My my fucking first concert was the Chronic tour. Okay. That was my first fucking you know tour, and I was in the you know stands getting high as a motherfucker. And I don't know how young I was, like ten years old, eleven years old, getting high as a motherfucker. Soon along to Snoop Dogg. I mean, you know, but that's what it was in NWA and. You know, Ice T and Original Gangster and, and all that. And now it's, you know, Generation Bitch Assness. And, you know, I thank Puffy for, you know, coming up with that term, or I don't know if he did or didn't, but I credit you him for making it, too? bringing it to bringing it to me and, you know, making it so relevant because it is Generation Bitch Assness. Everybody has a hand in it, right? I'm now. not saying they don't. Everybody has a hand in it. You can't, you can't blame, you can't blame this generation for it because. Years, the, the previous generation has to set up the next coming generation. So it's the previous generation's fault why we're in this issue right now because they didn't set up the proper thing. Listen, you can blame everybody. Excuses are like assholes. Everybody's got one. Of course. I mean, granted. And yeah. I'm just, listen, I, I know that. But, you know, the East, I just, like I said, I mean, I I wish it was, was more competitive. I do have Boston coming out of it. Listen, I think that. Toronto will probably play Boston in the Eastern Conference mm-hmm. Finals. What about, the, what about the Bucks? How do you feel about the Bucks? Uh, I don't know. I mean, the, the the Greek freak. I think he's a hell of a player. Um, don't know about Jason Kidd being a, you know, how good of a coach he is. Um, I don't think Jason Kidd's not the coach for. Uh, oh, he's not anymore. Yeah, 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 oh, okay, yeah, well, yeah, see, that shows you how much I, you know, I don't watch Milwaukee. <laughs> um, you know. <laughs> Have no want to go to fucking Wisconsin. Don't watch Milwaukee. Uh, uh, but I thought, you know, like I said, because I thought I thought he was still, no, I thought he, he was still, fired, still there uh, for a couple of reasons. But anyway, yeah. I don't rate. Like I said, I don't. The, the only team really is is Toronto and and Kawhi and Philadelphia. I think Philadelphia will in three years get to the NBA final. I think in three years they will get to the NBA Finals, and I, and I think that that's a very reasonable target. I think they'll get past the first round this year. Yeah. I think they'll go out in the second round, uh-huh. and I think that it'll come down yeah. to Toronto and Boston, and I think Boston wins in five, maybe six. I don't know. And, I, I feel like, for one, it's a lot of factors that are that weigh into Toronto and the Celtics. For one, Kyrie Irving's always injured. He's not dependable. He's always hurt. Like there's no. Fair enough. And he's a young player. He's, but he's always. He's hurt. injury prone. Yeah. He's, you don't know if he's going to be there in the postseason. Now, when he's on the floor, he is what. The good news is he was on the floor when Cleveland needed that NBA championship, and he was there to take the shot to to give Cleveland the championship. I didn't, I mean, I didn't know. I didn't listen, know. let's just let's just you know let's just frame it that the positive thing about Kyrie was. That he was on the floor when LeBron needed someone to shoot the ball. I didn't. I didn't know that a player could average a forty yeah, forty point triple double in the NBA Finals, uh, and be carried. But okay, I didn't, Listen, I didn't know that's that word. I don't think I didn't say he carried him, but I'm saying that when he needed that shot taken, LeBron said, "You do it." What about the block? The block was incredible. 
That's fine. Right, yeah, shoot the ball. No, We're no, not segwaying because this is going to take us into another topic about it. But I'm just saying that, yes, Kyrie is injury prone. I will give you that. Okay. But if Kyrie is there come the finals or Eastern Conference Finals, I think they get to the Eastern Conference he, Finals. He is what I, I, I think Boston can get to the, the Conference Finals without Kyrie Irving. But getting, putting them over the edge. And winning or going to the finals and competing, yeah. you need a, a, a player like Kyrie Irving because he makes tough baskets and tough yeah. moments. He can he can make tough shots and he can do it. He, he did it for Cleveland for a long time. Yeah, like a hundred percent. He's he's that he's that caliber of player. You need a guy like that on your roster. I just and don't know if you know. Like I said, I I I I don't have them winning the championship because I don't. You know, obviously yeah. I no, don't. You know, not, I think it's, it's irrelevant. I, I don't. You know, and it's going to be obviously. I, you know, seeing if Kyrie stays or if he leaves. I hope he stays. Um, I doubt it. You know, I think he put the ball in uh, the Celtics court by saying, "If you want me, um, I want a max contract. I want to be." He said, "That's why he, he set them up to say so." It's not on him. Yeah, because they know that. They have a young core. Um, he's getting older. Do you do you want to sign him? Because realistically, in like two years, you got to sign Tatum. Yeah. Um, Brown has to get signed. What are you going to do with Rozier? Then you have Gordon Hayward on the books. Do I want to bring in Anthony Davis and let Kyrie walk? Is that going to push my team forward to the next level? Yeah. Do all those things weigh into the into this factor? So it's like. Is Kyrie worth the money? Yeah. But is he going to win you a championship? Can he be the guy on the team to win a championship? Yeah. And I don't know if he's that guy. I think he's a, a key piece to a championship team. I don't think he is the X factor in winning a championship. I just don't think that's possible for him. I think, like I said, I think he's the man. I think he's um incredible talent, incredible player, big shot taker, big shot maker. And... um like I said, I, you know, I think Philadelphia, you know, Ben Simmons, and that goes back to what I said about winning not being as important as it was how, in the generation before you, it, meaning MJ and, and everything else. Because now it's, you know, listen, if I've got, you know, if I've got the right management and I'm, mm-hmm. and I'm this and I'm that, because I'm sorry, I can't see how Ben Simmons was rookie of the year over, over Donovan Mitchell. And I'm not talking Donovan Mitchell yeah. right now. The, the good news is, is that, the best thing that Ben Simmons did, got clutch management, got LeBron yeah. putting him on his Instagram, I, yeah. got got his pictures with Maverick, uh-huh. Rich Paul, got, you know, doing all the all those things, all the press, mm-hmm. and, you know, LeBron's the favorite child of the NBA. I mean, I, I, I was at a, the 2K launch event, and like a few months ago, and I've seen Ben Simmons, a whole bunch of NBA players were there, uh, but he was there with, like, security. Yeah. Walking around like he was like the president, like he won a championship, like he yeah. was yeah, yeah. the guy. And I'm yeah. like, wow, like oh, like yeah. So there's plenty of other NBA players in there. Ke- Kim Walker, there's a Russell. Yeah, Demarcus Cousins was there, chilling. Yeah, and you you there like you're the upper echelon. Oh, it reminds me of Lonzo Ball. I mean, like I told you when I was at the at the Houston Lakers game a few weeks ago in L. A. The only person that walked out with security was Lonzo Ball. Wow, the only person. The only person, and he was wearing like these Freddie Mercury boots with like rhinestones <laughs> on them and heels, and it was the weirdest shit I've ever seen in my when life. He's in LA. And uh, yeah, I mean, you know, living that LA life, and you know, God bless him, you know, do you, and you know, if that's what makes you happy, then that's it. I'm just saying, I've never seen that before. I was a little taken aback when he walked past, and I was also more taken aback that he was the only person with security. And and that was astounding to me. So I can't I can't debate it. You know I don't know. It's it's going to be interesting to see what happens. But as far as it is with the East, I certainly think that Boston comes out and you know gets eliminated by the Warriors in six games, mm-hmm. maybe even five. You know, uh, I I, like I said I said one I said one is a seven game series, and it's who what superstars. Ooh. Remember, remember, Kyrie Irving does not guard his matchups. Yeah, he plays off. Yeah, yeah, he plays off. You need Marcus Smart to come in and guard, or and play play the position. Is Jason Tatum the real deal? 
Uh, well, there's that th- that can be said about Ben Simmons. That can be said about you know you know trust the fucking process. I mean, if I hear that another time, I'm gonna you know jump out of a window. I mean, I mean it's really you, you gotta, know you gotta give the Sixers credit because that's fine. But I'm saying though, is Tatum the real deal? You can say that about everybody on Philadelphia. You can absolutely say it about Tatum because nobody's done anything. Nobody's made any noise in the playoffs. No. Nobody's gotten to the Eastern Conference Finals. Mm-hmm. Nobody's even gotten to the Eastern Conference Semifinals. Yeah. So Boston last year got to the the. Um, and Tatum played well, but you know, yeah. listen, Simmons did play well. Um, you know, I'm not saying they don't play well, but they have a lot to prove. Yeah. They do. I mean, that's just you know, that's just it. They have a lot to prove, and and this is a you know, this is a season for them to to do it. I mean, is it going to be, you know, are they going to be, man, they were incredible and not now and, you know, be a journeyman NBA player? Or mm-hmm. are they going to, you know, make, make some noise in the playoffs this year? And, I, you know, like I said, I, I certainly think that if they, they're, they're all the talent in the world's on Philadelphia. I mean, as far as young, um, pure talent, it's just a matter of what you do with it. Yeah. You know, uh, and that's it. Is Ben Simmons going to be the best, like, top five player in the league? When he gets a jump shot, if he gets a jump shot, he's going to be the man. You know, the thing about it is, is that it's so tough, like, if he gets a jump shot. Mm -hmm. Like, if you don't come into the league with a decent jump shot, Mm -hmm. meaning, you know, above average, right? There's, you know, you can go to shooting doctors and coaches and tweak it to get it above. Yeah. But... It's like Lonzo Ball. He can't throw a fucking rock in the ocean. I mean, he I can mean, shoot. He can no, shoot. No, he can't. He can, no, he can't. He can shoot, but <laughs> no, it's like... When his but Ben shot, Simmons, I'm saying, is the same ben, thing. No, ben, ben Simmons, Simmons can't... No, no, no. Ben Simmons cannot shoot, period. Period. He will not, he will not no. shoot the ball. All he, he has not, is to drive to the basket. I think and he's, he's a great passer. Yeah, he's an, he's an amazing passer. And I granted, he's effective on the floor, but you have to have the right... Even LeBron can shoot. He can, he can, he can hit a jump shot. I'm not saying LeBron is the best shooter, but he's capable of going on a run or scoring. Yeah, he's a streaky shooter. Yeah, but you you got to be you got to have something. I mean, LeBron is uh, you know absolutely. I mean, you know Ben Simmons has. There's no fear in in Ben Simmons shooting the ball. Yeah. No one. There's no fear lie, factor. That's a liability. Um, absolutely. Because we've seen for for years uh, when LeBron's facing the, uh, the the Spurs in the finals, Popovich said. You shoot, yeah. We, we we'll let you shoot, and it yeah. took it took to game six, game six in Miami to say, all right, I'm I'm, fuck it, I'm a shoot, yeah. And then everything started going, yeah. But it's if this is like a scoring league, if you can't make a take a take a jump shot or work, it's not gonna happen. Like you see no. that Zion Williamson and yeah. and Duke right now, he can shoot, yeah. he's shooting the ball, yeah. And people, and I remember from high school when he was in high school. People said, oh, I don't know if he could, I, I, he's just a dunker, he's just this, but he's showing his, a whole bunch of range of skills, and it's crazy. But I, I want to drift I mean, I, you know, yeah, I mean, like I said, uh, Zion's a, you know, a hell of a player. I mean, yeah. he's, you know, he's, you I think know. the, the, is the, the, the tank, uh, I wish Miami, well, I don't even think we have a first this year. No, but, I don't know when we, I don't know when Miami has a first. It might be, <laughs> you know, 30 fucking years from now. Thank you, I mean, thank uh, you, Warren Drogic, yeah. for that, uh. Now, you want to transition to the West? Yeah, absolutely. We might as well tackle the West. And, you know, the big news, obviously, in the West for the past week or 10 days has been the situation that happened with Carmelo in Houston. And um, I really, making a general statement, I really believe that in life, everything comes back on you. Yeah. Everything. I don't give a shit what it is. You do bad, it's going to come back to you. And the reason why I'm saying this is because I think, listen, I think Daryl Morey, fucking Houston organization, bunch of scumbags. Mm. And I think they made a scapegoat. I, I don't even know what the word of Carmelo no, is because there's no, they courted him. Yeah. And especially Chris Paul yeah. courted Carmelo to come to Houston. Before Oklahoma City, it was Houston mm-hmm. and trying to get to Houston and Chris Paul and Chris Paul courting Carmelo to come to them. But we all know Houston had Ryan Anderson's 
that contract. Stupid contract. Yeah. That, and then he was useless on that team. Yeah. And, you he know, was that was one of the other contracts that, you know, stupidity. And, just and, let's give everybody I, $150 I, I'm not million. Say, dollars. I'm not going to say Ryan Anderson is not a good NBA player or he's not capable, but for Houston and the way they like to run the he's ball. He's not a $100 million player. Uh, yeah, I... It's hard to say that now. No, he's well, not. But he's not. But if, you know, listen, you and I would not look at a team and say, yes, that Ryan player is a yeah, he's $100 million yeah. for what? He can't I guard mean, a fucking tree. I can't. I mean, he's, you know, he's, he's yes, he's a good shooter. Yeah. He was a great shooter in Orlando. Yeah. And, you know, petered off. Mm. But, you know, listen, you don't, he doesn't, it's not like he plays defense, locks somebody down. No, he's going to get you 10, the, 12 boards a game. That's why he was on the bench most you know, of the playoffs. Uh, exactly. Last year. And, but granted, I might do. People talk about defense, but nobody in the NBA plays defense like that. Let's let's, let's just be real. It's like five NBA players that are real. Just I don't defensive. even think there's that many. Five. See Kawhi Leonard, Jimmy Butler. That's two. Because you you Davis. cannot tell me say LeBron. Don't oh, no, you no, no, dare no, no, tell no, no, me no, LeBron. I would, I would, no, LeBron be pissing me off. Uh, when I, I I'm a I'm a LeBron fan. I'm I'm a. I know LeBron, LeBron James. I know, but yeah. uh, it's just like uh, you watch the Laker games and you look at him, and he just fucking. And me and my friends talk about this shit all the time. Uh, when like he fucking puts his hands up on a, and he looks for somebody else. Yeah, blame him. I'm like, yo, bro, like, what are you? What the yeah, fuck are you, you doing? You said two. That's two players that are locked down defensive players. Yeah. I mean, that's that's what they are, and. You know, the situation with Carmelo is it was a, it was a great situation, you know, him going there. And the way it all went down, like I said, I mean, it'll it I, as I said in life, I don't care what it is. You do bad, it comes back to you mm-hmm. in spades. And I think it will come back to Daryl Morey. I think it will come back to Chris Paul. I think it will come back to the organization because let me tell you something that makes me fucking sick. And it irritates the shit out of me. I mean, it makes my fucking blood boil. People now use the word brother and yeah. family too fucking often. Yeah. Right? Uh, it's too common. And there's this quote-unquote brotherhood between Melo, Chris Paul, Dwayne, LeBron, and apparently even closer between Chris Paul and Melo. Mm-hmm. Well, let me tell you something. If I was referring to someone as brother or or uh, family, my definition is, listen, if they needed a heart transplant, I'd give them mine. Yeah. You know? And that's where I am with that term. And it made me sick when fucking Chris Paul, after it, the, the news broke about Carmelo, you know, Houston parting ways with Carmelo and, and everything, and Chris Paul says, well... You know, that that's like my brother and you know he he's been great here and um you know he's a he's a future Hall of Famer and you know but we'll just have to see what happens. Fuck that. Yeah, no, you're Fuck not supposed to that. Do that. Yeah, you're not you know what that, that is? Fuck that. You're you're that's you're, cool and all, but fuck that. Yeah, that's what it you is. You just got paid that's fuckery. You gotta pay the hundred and sixty million by that organization. You're not getting your secure. They're not getting yeah. rid of you. That's fuckery. You're, that's supposed to be your your guy. That ain't brother. That ain't family. Yeah. That ain't anything. Because if that was your brother and that was a family, this is what you come out and say. Yeah. Period. Mm-hmm. He's not the reason why we're losing. He's mm-hmm. not the reason why we're shit right now. We've all been shit right now. We yeah. all haven't played well. We all can't guard a fucking tree yep. because they were giving up 100 points halfway through the fucking mm-hmm. third quarter. And, it's not, and, it's, and that's the issue with Dan Tony's system too. Is that oh absolutely he's a he's not a defensive no, coach. He's not never been any a defensive coach ever. Not any. And of that's it. what's so funny about the situation is that we're talking about defense and your coach is Mike Dan Tony. And you let Trevor Ariza leave. Yeah. And nobody. The thing about it is. Is that, you know, like I said, what Chris Paul did makes me sick. It does. It makes me sick. It makes my blood boil. Because, again, you come out and say, I want him here. Mm-hmm. You make the statement and put the put it on Daryl Morey and the owner. You say, as the $160 million player on that team, I recruited him. Yeah. I want him here. We all recruited him. Mm-hmm. He's not the reason why we're losing. And we've all been shit. We've all been 
playing bad. I've missed free throws. Harden's missed free throws. We can't guard a fucking tree. We nothing. We're giving up hundred points in the third quarter. Yeah. That's what you say when your brother, family. That's what the fuck you say, yeah. and not the bitch assness of fucking. Well, you know, like um, well um, we'll you know maybe we'll well we'll see what happens. Fuck that. Yeah. That's what it is. Fuck that. Yeah. And it's kind of interesting that fucking Chris Paul out of Chris Paul is not even the best player on the team. You have James Harden who just won MVP. He's supposed to be carrying the team. Period. Yeah. He's supposed to be if if you just won MVP. Yeah, but I mean you're absolutely right. You know, Harden, listen, Harden is the MVP. Yeah. Harden's the MVP. He's Harden is the star and and and, and everything. Mm-hmm. But my it Chris Paul was I want Carmelo. Yeah. I want you here. Mm-hmm. I wanted him. I recruited him. And I'm going to be honest with you and it's just my opinion. I'm not speculating. I'm not anything. It's just my opinion. I do not believe that Chris Paul and James Harden mm-hmm. Did not know, or Daryl Morey, or somebody else didn't inform them of what's going on. Because I don't buy that on anything. I, I don't. I don't. And again, it's my thought. It's my. It's my. What I think. I'm not projecting it. I'm not saying anything. I'm not anything. That's what I think. Because mm-hmm. I know. I believe that if something goes on the Lakers, Braun gonna know about it. Yeah. If something went on the Chicago Bulls. Michael Jordan gonna know about it. Yeah. Patrick Ewing, the Knicks, Reggie Miller, Cristiano Ronaldo, now at Juventus, but when he was at Ronaldo and and, and Real Madrid, Ronaldo, who, whatever it is, you, whoever you're, the superstar, the guy is supposed the to guy. know what is going. And I don't believe that for one minute that Chris Paul and James Harden didn't know. I and don't. They, they signed off on it, and it's just, it's like skateboardish. You like I said, you have the MVP. It makes me sick. You're supposed to. You're supposed to. And mind you, this. This is what. And I, I say I'll tell people this all the time. I'm not the biggest Carmelo Anthony supporter. I've never been. I've been hypercritical over his career. But this situation right here, you bring him here and you say, and it's uh, oh he has to come off the bench. He has to come off the bench. He has to play the bench. He can't be a starter. He comes off the bench. He he doesn't start. He comes off the bench and it's his fault. He's yeah. playing limited minutes. He's not. Asking for touches. All of it was bullshit. Yeah, he's not, it. And it's like, oh, it's his problem. And it honestly, honestly, it makes me think that there was even more fuckery on D'Antoni that, you know, getting him there and, you know, saying, oh, it's all cool now mm-hmm. and, you know, we're good and all this other stuff. D'Antoni's a motherfucker, too. Yeah. Don't, I, you know, I, I, listen. I feel like it has something to do with New York. I, I, a friend of mine's joke, it was like, uh, like, oh, he's just getting him back for the Knicks. Because it's, it's so, it's it's crazy. Because you think, it, it takes... People are vindictive. Yeah. I mean, listen, that's just human nature. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't put anything. I'm not saying, and I don't think either one of us is saying that it's the reason why. But I'm saying it's human nature. Yeah. You don't think that there's a little bit of Mike D'Antoni that's mm-hmm. fucking happy that? that of course. They, well, oh, see the I got, to, I got to wave mellow after fucking three weeks. What is it? Three weeks, two weeks, whatever yeah. it was. You don't think that there's a little some shit eating grin that he's sitting in his fucking house happy mm-hmm. about? Of course it is. It's human nature. It's just the way people are. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like I said, what went down in Houston. Listen, I don't want Houston to ever win a motherfucking thing. I don't mm-hmm. want Chris Paul to ever win a motherfucking thing. James Harden, because straight up, what he did after Chris Paul said, and I don't want to hear more of this brother shit, family shit, none of that shit. Yeah. Because, again, brother, family, if you're dying and need a heart transplant, motherfucker, you get mine. Yeah. Not... Well, you know, well, um, we'll see what happens and all, but Melo's been great. Fuck that. And you can't... Fuck that. You can't... You, it's a... Look at it like this. The Rockets are were a new team, essentially. They got rid yeah. of piece, key pieces from yeah. last year. You brought The biggest big Trevor Reza. Yeah. And, and, and by the moon say, And it's just... You gotta make sure... You gotta... This, this just takes time. It's like the Lakers. You can't... You know, you... I said it to you. Like, the Lakers are not winning. They can fucking go 0-9. The first... The first couple games of the season because you're working in pieces. You're working, you're figuring out, you're putting things together. So you have to figure out rotations. You have to figure out how you can integrate people into the um, into the team. And you just give up that easily. You say, fuck it. All right, that's it. We just throw it to the curve. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, listen, it's, it was all fuckery and, and at the highest level of fuckery. 
I mean, that's that's what it was. It was yeah. at the highest level of fuckery at a level uh, that that we've probably never seen in in mm-hmm. in sports, and I don't know how long. Yeah. You know, and you know, again, and I always say this: you give people long enough, they'll always show you their teeth. Yeah. And that's the truth. And Chris Paul, you just showed your teeth. Because that supposed your brother, your family, this, that, whatever, mm-hmm. and that bullshit you did after you know the the press hit and everything, you didn't come out and defend him and say it was I want him here, I recruited him. He's yeah. not the reason why we're losing. We can't fucking guard anybody. We're giving up a hundred points in the third quarter. Yeah, and you know, period, and we'll get better. Yeah. But Melo, you know, it's on all of us. That's and, like, you know, like I said, Houston, I'm, I'm, I, you know, I wanted Houston because I want Carmelo to get a ring. I wanted Chris Paul to get a ring. I'm not a big Harden guy. I don't really, you know, whatever. And I, I, listen, I like Chris Paul. I liked him when he was at, you know, Georgia Tech. You know, I think he's, um, you know, great. Not uh, Georgia Tech. Um, where's CP? Wake Forest. Oh, yeah. Wake Forest, sorry. Um, you know, and, you know, big... Big, you know, big Chris Paul fan. Liked him when he was in New Orleans. You know, had one of the oh, yeah. best dunks oh, yeah. of all time for a for a, a small a small guard. I mean, yeah, you know, and and I mean, like I said, and also let's be honest. I mean, Chris Paul's PEs are probably some of the uh, you yeah. know best best PEs you know you you you've seen in a long time. Well, for you guys that don't um, know what PEs are, it's play exclusive sneakers that like certain colorways that don't come out or. Sometimes Nike and Jordan does yeah. release certain things, so some people do have some things. Yeah. You know? So I wanted them, and now, like I said, I mean, as far as the West goes, um, as far as the West goes, I, th- I think it's Golden State. Uh, you know, will come out of the West. I know you and I have gone back and forth mm-hmm. on this. I don't listen. I don't rate the Lakers. Um, I don't rate. There's. I'm gonna. I'm gonna make another bold statement that you're gonna love right now. Other than LeBron, there's not one future star on that team. Not one. No future star. Not one future star on that team. So, and when I say future star, I mean in the because I think that Ben Simmons is a future star. I do believe that if he has it, he has it. It. But yeah. it's a matter of if he goes and gets it yeah. is another fucking story. And I can't do that. But Donovan Mitchell, he's a future star. Okay. I think he's got to get his, you know. His, mm-hmm. I'm feeling myself right now, mm-hmm. and I'm swagged out, and I should have been rookie of the year. Uh-huh. You got to get over with all that shit, yeah. right? But I think that I don't think there's one. Listen, that Lakers team was shit last year. LeBron is LeBron is a great player. LeBron's yeah. a great player, and I and you and I have said this, and I said this. They more than anybody yeah. have to get Clay Thompson next year. Uh, they have they, to. They have to. Uh, they have to get at least one more person. Uh, you just no, they need a shooter because they've got too many people that are slashers to the basket that don't trust their jump shot enough. Because, listen, LeBron is streaky, mm-hmm. Ingram is streaky, Kuzma is streaky. Mm-hmm. They're not people that, you know what, fucking Clay Thompson put the fear of God in you. Every time he touches the ball, mm-hmm. he puts the fear of God in you. And uh, therefore, they're going to go to him and they're going to create the lanes yeah. because LeBron, listen, LeBron, if I was... If I was another team this year, I would play the Lakers the same way Dallas played Miami and beat Miami and, and dared everybody on that team to shoot the and ball. This is the thing, though. Uh, I, I'm, I'm gonna disagree with you because I've seen, I've watched LeBron plenty of times on team. Just the first team he's played with, besides the besides the Heat, the first year in Miami when the Wayne Wade's knees were healthy. That you have players that are capable of putting up 20, 30 points consistently. That you have Kuzma, who, who's averaging like 18 points right now. Ingram. These these guys can put up 20, 25 points. They're, they're not, not just shooters. We're not, you're not they're surrounding. Not, they're you, not, you have to you put. Can't, you can't put LeBron. You can't put. You LeBron have to have a shooter around LeBron. That's why he wanted J.R. Smith. But you, That's why he wanted Ray you, Allen. But you that's need, why he wanted Mike Miller. That's, that's why he fine. wanted, you know. That's fine, there's not you one need, on you that need team. A you need it. You, you, you there's need not one it. on that team. You, it doesn't, but it doesn't matter because the issue the issue that played LeBron, the, the reason why Cleveland is whacked right now is because all those guys on the team were supporting, like, you get the ball and it's like, okay, here, LeBron. But you, that's what it is you, with Lakers. No, it's it's I've seen I've seen Kyle Kuzma wave off LeBron plenty of times going up the court. 
I'm on the break. I'm keeping the ball and I'm going to the cup. You, I you, mean, you, I, I will, you know, Kyle Kuzma. I mean, listen, Kyle Kuzma is the only player on that team that Magic doesn't want to trade. That's um, what I believe. Mm-hmm. That's what I think. I think everybody else on that team is tradable. I think that everybody else I on think, that team is I tradable. Think Eagan, I think and I think that if it came down to brass tax about getting Clay Thompson, yeah. I think fucking Kuzma would be on the next train out of L.A. Um, what I, I mean, listen, I, I can't, I can't disagree with that. Uh, I think, I do think the team does not need Brendan Ingram. And no. he's a he's, fucking beanpole. He plays no defense, and he doesn't do shit. And he the, the Lakers mean, are. I, mean, I noticed and that the Lakers. Lonzo Ball. Is Lonzo Ball? It's good. I mean, listen. Lonzo Ball is Ron, shit. Ron, Ron, Rondo, shit. I disagree. I disagree with that because, listen, Ron. I mean, Rondo just broke his hand, so he's going to be out for an extended period of time. Uh, but. And we're going to see what Lonzo Ball is fully capable of with absolutely without being in limited minutes. What is he at? Two weeks? How long is Rondo out? Two, three weeks? I'm not sure. I haven't seen it. So this is a critical next few weeks while Rondo's out to see what Ball does. Yeah, and you're going to see, and you're going to see a person that is the issue is with with players like that that are confidence issues or whatever that may be. You have to empower players. Yeah, but Lonzo, Lonzo's another player that came in the NBA that had no jump shot. And listen, yeah. the, the thing about it is... In college, also, he had a jump shot. No, he didn't. In college, he had no, a jump shot. It was... It, it, it jumped and so, now another thing. Big time... You want to talk about college? Kentucky and Deron Fox lit his ass up against when they played Kentucky. I, I agree. I would never, I, I would and and how, the, how the fuck you take Lonzo Ball over Donovan Mitchell... I you mean, you Magic, Magic must have woken up that morning, gone and drank a glass of stupid juice, and said, I know, I'm going to take someone who can't throw a fucking rock in the ocean from you, outside you, of the paint. You, you need the, the team. Listen, the issue is, so at the Lakers at that time, they had D'Angelo Russell. And, and I like D'Angelo Russell. I, 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 like, I like D'Lo too. I'd like him more on the team with LeBron. And, but this is the thing. I mean, if, if Mitch Kupchak and Jim Buss didn't fuck up the cap, yeah, you would have both. You would have. You would have. You would have. You would have a whole slew of, of talent on the roster right now. Yeah, fair enough. But this is where this is the situation. Fair enough. They, you, you, you pick Lonzo because you need somebody that you're trying to empower Ingram to be the guy. So you need somebody that's going to facilitate and that's not going to command the ball but with Ingram's shots. Not the guy. But Kuzma might but, be. But the, the Lakers, guy. I, I think Kuzma is the guy. But the Lakers want Ingram to be the guy, so they're going to say. Here you go. Get on the block. We're going to feed you the ball. You're not empowering Lonzo Ball to say, "Yo, you're this." Let's say you bring you bringing Rondo, but you're yeah. you're flip flopping. It's yeah. like if you say, "Yo, Lonzo, you're the point guard. You're the starting. You're not you're not losing your job any, yeah. at all this season. You're the you're starting point guard. Do your thing. No matter how bad you fuck up or how good you do, you're you're the point guard. You you're you get free limitations now. Players can." Like fuck it, I'm a, I'm a yeah. go. You, you, I, I can tell that's not, not just happening because as soon as he fucks up, you. I just like I said, I don't rate, I don't think this Lakers team. I know you and I have got some friendly bets. My, I think Lakers are an eight seed, seven uh, seed. I think, I think that they're going to be lucky to get, get into where the, they get into the, and they, they're one and done in the first round. If they, as long as they don't play the Warriors in the first round. Uh, they can go to the Western Conference. And I think Utah. You don't want Utah in the first round or the Warriors because I think by the end of the year, things will be back to harmonious I mean, in Salt Lake Rancid. City and Ricky Rubio and the rest of the cast will be back on uh, good terms. So you're telling and, me that... LeBron, and New Orleans. And I listen, I wouldn't want... I wouldn't want to face New Orleans in the, in the first round. I, I think New Orleans with Julius Randle and Anthony Davis... I don't know. I don't know why the Lakers gave up Randall at all. They, that was like the the dumbest shit ever uh, for K, for KCP. Uh, obviously, he's a clutch sports guy. So you, yeah, you. It's just if the Lakers had Julius Randall right now, I I would say they could beat the Warriors. No, no yeah, chance because they need a shooter. But you have Randall that can play the five, and he's he's. But staying, you have nobody that can shoot the ball. But you have people that you have There's scorers. No you have scorers. But sooner or later, you're gonna do what? Um, what's the Dallas coach that? Uh, uh, Carl, Carl, Rick Carlisle. Uh, yeah, Carlisle. Rick Carlisle did and say, you know what? And the other thing is, and um, you know, it's like last year when um, when Oklahoma City played um, uh, Utah. In the Utah. Yeah. I, fuck it, I'd have gone zone. Mm-hmm. I would have. I would have gone zone. 
And if I was playing the Lakers, I don't give a shit. It's about winning games. I'd go mm-hmm. zone. Yeah. I would. Now, I'm not, maybe not the entire game, mm-hmm. but when it come down to winning, I'd fucking foul them, <laughs> and I'd go zone. That's what I would send do. Them to the line. It, it, exactly. Send them to the line, and I'd go zone. And I and, and like I said, I'd throw zone at them. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that's why that fucking slap nuts Billy Donovan last year, mm-hmm. who let a rookie, Donovan Mitchell, light up Russell Re- I mean, lit the fuck up Russell yeah. Westbrook, and the rest of the they fucking Oklahoma City and team. I, and, the dirt, and I'm sitting there watching those... Why don't you just go zone at least a couple of times to throw it at them yeah. when you need a possession to get a rebound mm-hmm. and to tie the game or take the lead or whatever the fuck it is come crunch time and winning time? Yeah. Why the fuck don't you at least throw zone at them? Mm-hmm. I, I, you know what I, I surprised, I'm surprised a lot of teams didn't adopt is the idea of switching everything that the, the Rockets yeah. did. It's why the Rockets got, they could have beat Golden State. Yeah. It's because they switched everything and they had players yeah. that. Yeah. It's just, it's granted that obviously you have a big man, this might be a, but you switch everything, then you're not saying, you're not, there's no fuck ups. It's like, yo, you guard who, you guard your man. Yeah. It's accountability. And you, teams yeah. are not doing that. Yeah. If, if you see it work, if you see something works, usually like the, in the, the NFL, you see some another team doing something wild, oh, this worked? All right, cool. I'm going to bring this into yeah, my game exactly. plan. Yeah. This play work going against this. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm adding it. But yeah. teams are not doing that. And I don't know if it's an ego thing, but it's just, it needs to happen. Yeah, but I agree with you, and I, like I said, you know, my West, obviously the the you know I I think Utah, I think, I think Utah, I think Denver, I you know I I'm not in love with Portland. Yeah. Listen, the Portland's not doing. Here's my thing. I honestly think the Lakers, and I'm I am not a Lakers hater. I I the Showtime and the era that I grew up in yeah. with Magic and James and. Mm-hmm. I, all of it. Michael Cooper, like, I, you know, I was at the fucking forum. I mean, I, you know, I, I'm a Lakers. I want the Lakers to win more than I want the Warriors to win mm-hmm. or Boston to win or anybody. I like L.A. Yeah. And I'm not, you know, I'm not, I like Magic. Mm-hmm. I don't know how the fuck he drafted Lonzo Ball. I think that he, I think, I think he, that he succumbed to Lonzo from L.A., UCLA. Dad was dad was spewing shit left, I mean, right, and center. Lonzo, I mean, Lonzo Ball's dad is a, a professional shit talker. Aside from his shooting percentage, Lonzo Ball is a great point guard. Lonzo Ball is a journeyman NBA player. He's, By the time it's all said and done, he's going to play on three to he four teams. Steals, he, still, he, he plays defense. He guards his position. He guards his position well. He gets steals. He, he gets guards his position not well. He's he plays on th- He's going to play on three to four teams. He's a journeyman NBA player. That's you know that's what he is. That's how I see it. I don't I don't rate. I disagree. I disagree with that. If he's not, if he's you can't. I, he's not a twenty point a game scorer. He's not a twenty point a game. Close. He's not. He's not. He's that's not his going to be his game. He's going to be. He's going to average ten assists. Yeah. And he's going to bring about seventeen and ten. That's yeah. that's that's what he's going. That's the type of area he's going to be in. I don't. He's like a, to he say rebound, that, like, he re- Last year he had the he rebounded. And assisted basketball. Well, we're top, going to continue this over the next couple weeks with Rondo out, and we're going to see. Right. We're going to see what the Lakers do with yeah. Rondo out, and if Lonzo is able to step up and, and fill the void for you know whatever time. Like I said, I th- I th- honestly think the Lakers are can be five to eight. I do not think they can be one to four. I do not think. Well, listen, one is a foregone conclusion. Of course, right. And two, I honestly think that as a team, and come March, April, that Utah will be there. I think mm-hmm. Denver is 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 a quality team that's playing very well right now. Yeah. Doesn't mean shit that they're going to be playing well in March or April, mm-hmm. right? But the other thing is, is that so my other team that puts the Lakers in that five to eight bracket is New Orleans. And if Anthony Davis can stay healthy, yeah. listen, Anthony Davis is a fucking monster. No, he's nice. He's a monster. Nice. You know, he's I mean, there's a reason why University of Kentucky gave him $800,000 in cash to go to fucking Kentucky. I mean, <laughs> listen, you know, there's a reason why his dad got that garbage bag full of cash, you know, to go to Kentucky. Yeah. He's a fucking monster. And I don't listen. I'm, I'm happy he got that. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, those are the players and teams that I put above the Lakers and that they would struggle against in a seven-game series. Mm-hmm. I don't see. And plus, they're young players. They've never... Nobody on that team other than Rondo, yeah. right, has sniffed. They're in the, still in the sniffing butt stage. I mean, you that's got, where they are. That's why you added veterans that, like, Lance Stevenson, all these guys in there. Yeah, but Lance Tyson, Stevens a Tyson, fucking... Tyson Chandler. 
I give you Tyson. I'm not love the Tyson Chandler pickup. I'm not. I think that you got another, you know, same position you had in in uh, what's the guy's name? Um, you talking about Javale McGee? Yeah, Javale McGee. But I think it's the same thing. Except I think that I think Tyson Chandler. Listen, I think Tyson Chandler is a much better defender. I think he's a much better rim protector. Came up with a huge block, you know, against uh, Atlanta at the yeah. end of the game. I think he's a much better defender, much better rim protector, and, you know, and everything else. But at the end of the day, this is what happens come playoff basketball, right? And mm-hmm. you know it. The game slows down. Yeah. Dramatically. Mm-hmm. And that means you need shooters. Yeah. I mean, you have – not. I'm not going to say shooters – you need you need people that can make timely baskets, and you don't beat the Warriors by shooting threes. And I don't think people realize that. Cleveland, Cleveland didn't. Granted, when LeBron was in Cleveland that year, they, they won. They shot the. He was like top two, top three in the league at threes. But they didn't beat the Warriors by shooting threes. They you said Kyrie Irving and LeBron James attack the paint. Take your matchup. Kyrie hit some big shots. Yeah. Kyrie, listen. Yes, Kyrie attacked the paint, mm-hmm. but not. I mean, Kyrie hit. Big yeah. shots, three point big shots mm-hmm. throughout the series. Yeah. Not you know, yes, LeBron, LeBron, LeBron still to this day, for whatever reason it is, mm-hmm. and I can watch the game um, a few games ago. I forget who they played. It'll come to me in a minute. LeBron does not trust his jump shot. It's a game against Houston, mm-hmm. right? That game was close. Yeah, and James Harden sitting there saying, "Fucking shoot it." Shoot it. Shoot it. Fucking shoot it. I was at the game. So mm-hmm. Shoot it. Shoot the fucking ball. LeBron James, still to this day, does not trust his jump shot 100%. He doesn't. And, and that's, never, that's not his, for a guy that is not a scorer, he's, LeBron is not a scorer. That's not, LeBron's shooting or scoring period is not his best attribute. But he gets the job done. You LeBron cannot. is a, LeBron is a, is a generational player. He's a mag- he's an unbelievable player. I, I pay money to watch LeBron. I mm-hmm. mean, I absolutely you know, the blocks and everything else. But there's nothing for LeBron, and this is going to segue into our next topic, the MJ versus LeBron conversation. But we're going to wrap up the NBA podcast, the first one with Politics of Life, and say, I've got Boston coming out of the East. Okay. 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 And Who, the Conference Finals, it's like Conference Finals. Repeat. Conference Finals is Toronto and, and Boston. Okay, I agree. Okay, you. you agree with me on that. And I think you think, I said Boston goes in five or six. I, you I, think I, it goes Toronto. seven. I think it's Toronto and seven. Okay, well, listen. You know, I'm not that far off, but I can't, like I said, I, I can't. Toronto's never done anything. Toronto's a professional bed shitter. I mean, that's what they do is shit the bed every time. Kawhi Leonard shut down, but that's what you had DeMar DeRozan. DeMar DeRozan's a beast. DeMar DeRozan. You think DeMar DeRozan's not better than Kyle Lowry? Oh, oh, without a doubt. But I think that you have a guy like Kawhi Leonard that brings a different level of mindset and what he expects because of dealing with Popovich and attacking the game a certain way. He's not... You're not going to see Kawhi Leonard after a fucking a game five in a series if, you, when we, if I had LeBron too. Well, who the fuck says shit like that? Yeah. You, you don't give somebody well, I mean, your mental. Again, they, they've shit the bed too many times. Toronto shit the bed too many times. And listen, I will... If Toronto... If Philadelphia... Listen, I think it's very possible that Philadelphia could push... Uh, Toronto, I don't think they can push Boston because mm-hmm. I just think Kyrie's a killer. And all of it goes down yeah. to what you said. And you're absolutely right about Kyrie being injury prone. If Kyrie goes down, Boston's fucked. Yeah. Proper fucked. And mm-hmm. then we're, you know, you and I are saying Philadelphia and Toronto in the finals. And then you and I argue about who mm-hmm. makes it to the finals, yeah. you know, then. But if Kyrie goes down, yeah, Boston's Boston's all the way fucked. I mean, they're, you know, they're no, fucked it's over. if Kyrie goes down. It's over. And I have, I have Utah playing. The Warriors in the Western Conference Finals. <laughs> I've got Denver, New Orleans is my those are my final four. Denver, New Orleans, Warriors, Utah. The Lakers are going to the those Western Conference Finals. There's no you have the a better chance of winning the fucking lottery. Uh, that's There's fine. No the Lakers chance. are going to There's the Western no chance. You need to say the, the Lakers you need, are going to, you need the to have a better chance of saying that they have a good chance of getting out of the first round. The Lakers are going to the Western Conference Okay, Finals. let me ask you this. If they fucking finish eighth or seventh, they're still going to the Eastern Conference Finals. I believe in LeBron. 
And you can't tell me that. You as think long as, that if they finish 7th or 8th, they can the, go to the as finals. As long as the Warriors are not the first team they play, they're going to the finals. That they're going to the Western Conference Finals. Now, I'm not saying they can win the championship. I don't think they win the championship. They don't. They don't. I mean, I wouldn't they be surprised. Need, I mean, a, you might as well go. You might as well go all the way a, with it. They need another, I mean, for fuck's sake, you might as well. Piece. Listen, you might as well go all the way with it. If the, Lakers, if the Lakers did get Kawhi Leonard, they'd be the they'd be the Warriors. They'd be the Warriors right now. No. The Lakers will come. No. You 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 telling you telling you telling. I think they need Clay Thompson more than they need Kawhi Leonard because again, for me, they have enough. Listen, long defenders, maybe not as good as Kawhi. Fine. I'm I'm not saying that they're as good as Kawhi. Mm -hmm. But what they don't have is somebody that's going to put the fucking fear of God in you every time you touch the ball. Clay Thompson, they know. He steps, he's in the fucking arena. He can shoot it. Same with Steph Curry, right? And you don't get that with Kawhi. You don't. Um, But he's the, 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 this is the thing. You're going to have to force, they're going to listen. Kawhi. Kawhi goes on a, on a fucking scoring spree like he did the other night against Chicago. Mm-hmm. What's that going to do? They're going to go the entire team to guard Klay Thompson, yeah. right? And then that LeBron's going to just get a monster game. He's going to get 60 points, yeah. right? But the, they don't have that. You, Kawhi's not going to do that. All right, but you need somebody. This is this thing. With, with, a, with a LeBron-type team, you need a guy that can guard matchups. So, granted, if you're saying, LeBron, I need you to score 50. But he'll need that if you've got Klay Thompson. But Clay Thompson's gonna give you but thirty. We, wanna, we, we, I, we don't. We don't know because you. If granted, I think the Warriors pieces they have. I mean, not the Warriors pieces, the Lakers pieces. They have pieces that are on the roster that you can, uh, Kuzma, uh, Ingram. That they can get the ball and they can make space. There, there's no double teams. That's like the Lakers right now. You can't. You're not double teaming LeBron. You're gonna. You're gonna have to play. You're gonna play one on one. You. You may double sometimes, but you're not gonna. You're not gonna say, all right, Kyle Kuzma, take so and so one on one. Ingram take because they're gonna they're gonna score. They're not looking to once they get the ball in here. They're not looking to give the ball back to LeBron, and that's what plagued LeBron for so many years playing with guys that like what what AI said back in the day. Like I give you the ball at seventeen seconds, you give it back with seven. What why would I pass it to you? Yeah. So and LeBron is always been a given player and setting well, guys what up. He's best at. Yeah. So it's I I put pieces around LeBron that we're gonna you're gonna score when you get the ball. You're gonna do something with the rock. That is going. To, that is the, the remedy for success. Now, granted, you get a. Copy. You know that LeBron is the only player in the history of any fucking sport that uh, is about empowering his teammates, right? Because <laughs> listen, nobody fucking that plays professional sports wants to give a shit about empowering their fucking teammates. I mean, you gotta. But you gotta, you gotta elevate the guys around you. Nobody. LeBron went to listen. LeBron took the trash bags to the NBA Finals in 07. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, I, so you know, who, who I mean, took a roster like that to the finals? What superstar did that? I I don't know. Michael, Kobe wasn't taking that roster to the finals. I don't even know. I mean, that era with the East was abysmal. I mean, I mean beat the, come on. what you beat the the Pistons. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't Isaiah Thomas Pistons. Um, but that the, the Pistons that's the same Pistons that they throw in the Lakers. Yeah, they, no, they but at up. the end of at the end of their days. What's it? They're Lakers. They're Lakers to the Lakers. That no, that Piston teams was at the end of their days. Um, but Rasheed Wallace, Ben Wallace, all the guys ben, on that ben, team. All right, so 07, Ben Wallace wasn't on the roster. They had uh, uh, I forgot the guy's name. Uh, but they they he got he got sent to the Bulls. I think at the time. Ben so, Wallace went to the Bulls. Yeah, Ben Wallace went to the Bulls. Now, granted, they were still a good team. You still, you still, still an excellent team. But they were at the end of it. It wasn't like you beat them. Yeah, where they, they would beat the Lakers. That, was, that team. That was. That was the LeBron had like he had a good series, absolutely, and then he got swept. Who do who is he like who's who's on the floor? Who gives a shit? Who who you know the, what the first who's, you know who's the, who's the first fucking loser? Who's the starting, who's the starting it's point? the first loser. But who's the starting point guard? I just the first know, loser. I just want to know who's the starting point guard for the the Cavaliers. You something. give here's the other thing about it is that we're going to talk about is that people give too much credit to losing, and I, and that's the truth. And that, that's people the, like yeah, but you know. Um, he had an awesome block. And I'm not just saying fucking LeBron. I'm not, whatever. People get, Pat Riley, you the fucking Miami, you know what he said? There's winning and then there's misery. Mm-hmm. That's it. I don't give a shit if you lost. I don't give a shit what fucking team you took there. I don't give a shit. What the fuck you did, you lost. 
You fucking lost. So, and that's the thing about it is what I said so, earlier is that winning now doesn't matter as much as it used so to. Is it? But we're you in got, the MJ we're, we're, we're era. Looking at, we're looking at your. So just I don't know how we magically got to this fucking point in in sports, but it's okay to lose in the first round, but it's not okay to lose in the NBA finals. Or right, I can get eliminated in the first round fifty times, but fucking go to the finals. If you get to the finals. It's you ridiculous. are expected to win. That's, that's, that's if ridiculous. you get to you the get finals, to the finals you're you are expected to win. You're competing against if the you best. If you get to the finals, you're expected I, to win. And, and that's fine, but you're competing against the best. You And so, you, and you're but, telling but, me so you're you, the best. So you lose. So you lose in the first round. So it's like this. Say for example, Paul George, Paul George on the on on the team, right? He go. He takes the team to the NBA. He, he gets eliminated in the, in the first round, five years. Then all of a sudden he rings off three NBA championships, four NBA championships, five NBA championships. Is he is he considered the, the goat? Because he went five straight, but he got eliminated five times in the first round. Listen, is that, is mean, that the logic that we're doing? There's no, I mean it's because he went undefeated listen, in the finals, but he had a shitty fucking. I'm, I'm not all of it. All of that is, and, and like I said, this is a perfect segue into our next MJ LeBron debate. But you know, and, and we'll tackle that. But. I, like I said, to me it's winning, and that's what it boils down to. So, mm-hmm. you got the Lakers losing the Warriors in the Western Conference Finals. For now? So next season. <laughs> and I have the Warriors winning it and beating Boston unless Kyrie gets injured. Yeah. So, that's a wrap for the first... First, uh, first episode of uh, Politics of Life. First, this one. Live in New York City. The very first one. We're done. It's a wrap. It's like reasonable doubt. Exactly. First one. First one. <laughs> so make sure you connect with us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter, Politics Life. Hit that like button. Get that YouTube channel. Podcast going to be available everywhere. And um, we'll hit sure. you back next time. All My right. man, you got anything to say? Uh, follow me on Instagram, Harlem Germ. Uh, Facebook, like the Facebook page, YouTube. Instagram, we're going to have Instagram shortly. Um, so we're going to put that in the video. And we're going to set everything up like that. My man.